Today in Business from Wired. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Actually, do read the comments. They can be the best part. By Andrew Lasowski. Imagine you want to collect donations for a food bank. You could place an empty box on the street, walk away, and hope there's food inside when you return. But the likely result? Your box will be filled with trash. Alternatively, you could think strategically. Where should you put the box? Outside a grocery store, perhaps. How will people know what to put in the box? You can write donations for food bank on the side. You can also stand near the box so that if people throw trash inside, you can remove it quickly. And when people put tins of food inside, you can make them visible so others know what to buy inside the store. Right now, many publishers are placing an empty box at the bottom of their stories and walking away. And then they're frustrated, maybe even disgusted, at the trash that collects there. Abuse, trolling, harassment, racism, misogyny, these are all real problems down in the comments, and they're a symptom of wider problems. Societal, yes, but also strategic. The current process goes like this. Journalist writes an article. Article is published. People write comments. Journalist peeks at the comments and sees a lot of meanness and abuse, especially if they're a woman, a person of color, or especially a woman of color. Journalist vows not to engage with such horrid readers. The organization listens to its journalists when they say that comments are worthless and puts fewer resources into them. The comments then get worse due to the lack of engagement and strategy, leaving the space to a small number of argumentative types corralled by a tiny, battle-hardened community team. A few sites have nixed comments completely, saying that the conversation is now better had elsewhere. We encourage our audience to continue to interact with us on social media, said Al Jazeera English when it removed comments last month. If a site chooses not to dedicate resources to community management, then closing the comments is probably the best option. However, this is a dangerous and short-sighted position for the news industry to adopt. It's damaging not only to the bottom line, but also to the future of journalism as an industry. Let's start with three of the key metrics that advertisers care about. Number of views, time spent on a page, and loyalty of the audience. Who spends the most time on the page? 
people reading comments after the article and engaging in the discussion, who creates multiple page views, commenters who return to reply to conversations they're involved in, who are the most loyal audience members, almost certainly your commenters. Earlier this year, the Financial Times found that its commenters are seven times more engaged than the rest of its readers. The Times of London revealed recently that the 4% of its readers who comment are by far its most valuable. You can see the benefits in terms of engaging readers and renewing subscriptions, Ben Whitelaw, head of audience development at the Times and the Sunday Times, told the online news site Digiday. When an organization moves these communities onto Facebook, it's handing over everything to the big blue thumb. All of the reader's data, the control of the moderation tools, control of the advertising, even the opportunity to manage subscriptions, and all in a place where people are more likely to comment without even opening the article. Not to mention that Facebook has hardly solved its own abuse problem. Yes, some community members can be demanding, argumentative, aggressive, mean, but others can be helpful. David Farenhold won a Pulitzer Prize for his investigations into Donald Trump. His readers helped him uncover various pieces of information, including the location of a painting of the now president that he bought for himself at a charity auction. Comments are where many people share personal anecdotes related to a news story and where experts sometimes share links to their research. Sometimes the community can be supportive and meaningful for its members. For example, a commenter on the Carolyn Hacks advice blog at the Washington Post was so beloved that the newspaper wrote a piece about her after she died. Memorials to her writing were then left, yes, in the comments. Commenters can even become potential hires. The Atlantic's current politics editor, Yoni Applebaum, was plucked from the comment section. It's easy to forget that behind the anonymous usernames are real people with something to say. There are many examples of sites that recognize the value of these communities. The Washington Post's Capital Weather Gang has a thriving and supportive community that provides tips and information to its journalists. The Guardian's live blogs thrive on their interaction with the comments, and its crossword community is second to none. Community sites such as Metafilter continue to have robust communities around the news. The founder of subscriber-only site The Information, Jessica Lesson, has described its comment community as one of the most powerful parts of the site. Right now, many news sites with comments spend their resources policing the actions of a small minority of people. Those organizations need to shift the focus from merely removing the negative to building positive, flexible community spaces where a small antisocial subset are no longer able to dominate the space or abuse the people within it with impunity. Every site needs to be thinking about more than just improving comments. Publishers should also be more clear about what the goals of the space are and should try to build strong digital communities that members are actively involved in managing. If more comment sections become places where people actually talk to each other and to the person who wrote the story, they will encourage ideas and empathy, not insults. Potential sources and new story ideas will emerge. 
We can achieve this through better technology and more flexible tools and by hiring people who have actually suffered harassment to help build the solutions. Those tools should make it easy to highlight the best parts of the conversation and for journalists to engage without making themselves vulnerable to abuse. At Coral, where I work, we have two open-source tools that are being adopted by newsrooms. Ask collects reader submissions and displays them back to readers. It's used by Univision, PBS Frontline, and others. Talk reimagines how comment moderation and conversation function. It's used by the Washington Post, the Brisbane Times, and Estadão in Brazil. There are many other tools out there, such as Hearkin, used by the BBC, and GroundSource, used by ProPublica and the Texas Tribune. They offer other ways for journalists and communities to interact earlier and more frequently in the reporting process. There is no single approach or tool that will work everywhere. The best community strategies are adaptable. For example, if a topic is unlikely to spur thoughtful discussion in a comment section, the editors should consider other kinds of engagement, such as a forum to submit stories and experiences that can help future reporting. The comment space is just one tool for interaction and discussion, and it can be a highly effective one, but only if organizations are more thoughtful about where, how, and why they use the box. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.